You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Learning how to sit and stand should be natural, but when you're operating in a field of vision that is smaller than a tennis ball, and that field is often not in a perfect position, we need to look at instruments, equipment, and body mechanics that will help us maintain our body's health for practice longevity. To tell us more about this is our guest, Dr. Sherry Doniger. She's a respected dental clinician, author, educator, and a consultant who currently practices dentistry in Lincolnwood, Illinois. Before we get started, I would like to let our audience know that Dr. Doniger's webinar titled Align for Success, How Ergonomics Will Help Your Practice and Your Life, is now available as an on-demand webinar on VivaLearning.com. Simply type in the search field Doniger, D-O-N-I-G-E-R, and you'll find the webinar. It's an excellent class for every dental team member to watch. Also, I would like to thank our sponsor, Dentalese. Dentalese is a dental supply company committed to providing state-of-the-art dental practice solutions for unlimited interconnectivity, choice, and control. A true dental pioneer, the company stands as an indispensable industry staple with over 100 years of experience in dental equipment. So thank you, Dentalese, for sponsoring this podcast. Dr. Doniger, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Phil, it's an honor to be here. I'm so excited to talk about one of my favorite topics. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So to begin, why should clinicians be concerned about ergonomics? Well, um, we should because we were taught it in school and we all forgot. And what'll happen is because we pretty much are in a profession that turns our body into a pretzel on almost a daily basis. If we don't consider how our body functions and ergonomics and and what our instruments weigh and and all sorts of other things, we're going to be all hunched over by the end of our practice career. And um, I'm here to say after uh, shall I say it out loud, Phil, 50 years of, of being in the dental profession that I, uh, my posture isn't that bad. And uh, except for a few aches and pains, I'm doing okay because I've been following some pretty serious um, ergonomic rules during the course of my run from assistant to hygienist to dentist. Yeah. And I could be a testament to poor ergonomics as an endodontist. I had to retire earlier than I would have liked. Our generation didn't have the endodontic microscope. I used a lot of, yeah, I used a lot of direct vision and it just really jacked my back really badly. So I had herniated discs and I practiced for a couple of years past the point where I was very uncomfortable. Luckily, I found a new career with Viva Learning. So that worked out very well. I've been doing this for 22 years. But yeah, I I did not pay enough attention in dental school when they taught forehanded dentistry and ergonomics. And I wish they stressed it even more. So what is the best posture for clinicians? Well, it's probably not how anybody is sitting right now. Because when, you, uh, when you're sitting and standing and walking, your ear really should be above your clavicle. And if, you're, if your head is further forward, then your chin is further forward, then you're really straining your upper back and, and you, you talk about disc injuries and you're, you're getting yourself into a really bad habit. And as you said, you know, the, the posture, the, the direct vision that we're doing um, is not right. Um, I, I know um, my friend Tim Caruso always talks about peaking and perching, and that's pretty much what you were saying. You know, we want to get on the edge of the chair and we want to look. So 
the, the best posture for clinicians is really to try to keep your back as straight as possible. When you're sitting in the dental chair, your hips should be higher than your knees and your feet should be flat on the floor. And that seems kind of counterintuitive, but um, you want your feet to be flat on the floor for a couple of reasons. First of all, it helps balance you. Second of all, if your feet are up on the rung of the chair, you can lean too far forward and not even think about it. Um, so it's just best to be sitting in a proper position with proper posture and, um, and, and also asking the patient to move towards you. Um, patients are in the chair for anywhere from, you know, 15 minutes to a couple of hours, and we're doing this all day long. And if they're uncomfortable for a couple of seconds, well, you know, just say, I'm, I want to do my most excellent dentistry on you, and I can't if I can't see. It's very difficult for me to work on you if I can't see. So asking the patients to move towards you to help you maintain a posture and you maintain your steady field of vision is really important. When a doctor is, or a staff member is trying to correct their posture, okay, so they haven't been doing that great over the years, they heard your podcast, they watched your great webinar, or they have a health advisor that's saying, listen, you know, a chiropractor, whatever, you need to change your posture. What is that period like as far as time and difficulty to make that behavioral change? Is that something where they're really aware of it for the first month or two, and then it becomes more natural? How long does that take and, and what's that process? I agree. Uh, it, it, you know, if you're really aware of it in the beginning and being aware of it is a good thing because then you know you're doing something incorrect. Because um, all of a sudden you start doing the peaking and perching thing and you go, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm really supposed to be doing more indirect vision. As you were saying, you know, we were doing more direct vision. And I resemble that too. I've done that. I've done a lot of, you know, in, uh, direct vision as opposed to the indirect vision. But um, I think if you take some time and breaks between patients and can actually either stand against the wall and make sure so you could feel what it feels like for your back to be straight, your spine to be straight. If you do that a little bit more than once or twice a day, then it's a lot easier to transition into a better posture because you know where your shoulders are supposed to go. You know where your, your spine is supposed to be. And it's better for you to recall, you know, muscle memory is the best thing. It's better for you to recall after practicing and even practicing in the office is a great idea. Once you're at the point though, where you have some symptoms, that's not too late, of course, because you could change your ergonomic habits and get in better position so that these symptoms go away. But you really want to not start this process of improving ergonomics when the symptoms appear, right? You want to get that before that happens. There should be some handbook or something every dentist <laughs> has to read, right? I mean, you got to read. It's like the California Dental Practice Act or some crazy laws they make you read. Ergonomics is really critical to longevity. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you written anything on this? I've written articles, yes. Um, I've written articles on ergonomics and, uh, and and how important it is to, you know, to to actually, you know, we want to practice for a long time. We want to practice for as long as we want to practice. And, and I'm sure your practice life was cut short because of, you know, you injuring yourself. And the last thing we want to do is injure ourselves after, you know, we've put whatever debt we did, you know, to get it, get ourselves through dental school and all the education. Um, I think it's, it's good if it's good to work on ergonomics before you get injured. It's good to work on ergonomics when you just start to be injured. And of course, it's good to work on ergonomics after you were injured. And um, in my podcast, I mentioned, if you're in discomfort, 
seek medical help, one of the things that I had um, done to me was called dry needling. And what they did is they, cause I, I just had such acute pain in my upper back that I couldn't, I couldn't move. I just couldn't function correctly. And uh, lifting anything was a pain and uh, in more ways than one. And, um, and they do this dry needling technique where they take a needle and they literally go into a tight bunch of muscles and know how to manipulate it. And after a period of time, it does relax and it does, it does work. Um, but you also have to be doing the right things. And I think one of the things you had mentioned was seeking out professionals, be it an exercise specialist that knows about ergonomics, um, somebody that specializes in dental ergonomics. There's several people that are out there that do yoga for dentists. That's great. Um, and, uh, and again, I think, I think if we all would focus a little bit on spending a few minutes of each day, even after between the patient stretching, stretching in our chair just to get in, in our dental stool, just to be able to get our spine back in alignment and, and get the blood moving. And the other good part about that, and I mentioned this and it's a little off your topic, but when we do do these stretches in our office, it gives us a couple seconds to be just, you know, to not be stressed, not to think about something, just to kind of get our, our, our back in our body back into, you know, into shape. Some companies, some manufacturers are very focused on ergonomics more yes. than others. So dental equipment and hand pieces, small equipment, large equipment play a role in this. Tell us about what we should be looking for in dental equipment to support good ergonomics. My biggest suggestion about dental equipment is this is you really need to go try things you need to feel them you need to feel them in your hands you need to see how something feels how your body sits in the chair it's kind of like you know goldilocks going and checking out all the chairs in the house to see what fits what's the most comfortable um a couple things that i think are very important are illumination and magnification um both of them will help with, uh, you know, with with sitting in a straighter posture and being able to see at the proper um, angle and the proper distance away from the oral cavity. Um, very key, very important. Um, when when we look at lighting in the operatory, I'm a huge fan of LED lights. I know Forrest has a great one. I've I used the one that was before that when Denali's had their initial um, LED lights. That was the best addition to my operatory. It was lightweight, it was easily moved, it it, uh, it didn't make the patients crazy, and the, the bulbs last forever. Um, thinking about instrumentation, um, you really should try different instruments to see how they feel in your hands. Some are a little heavier than others. Some are back heavy. Some are, you know, some are, are too wide. Some are, you know, some are, are just are, are not wide enough. Um, when I was in dental hygiene school, one of the things that they, the instructors came by and sort of as we were scaling and we stopped, they came by and kind of hold on the instrument and they want, you know, they want to make sure that you're not gripping any instrument with a death grip. And that's something that I think clinicians need to be aware of. Um, hand pieces, they've got all sorts of phenomenal cordless preventive hand pieces now that aren't tethered with a cord. So you're not constantly fighting the cord. Um, a, a hand piece, I think we should be looking at lightweight, very hand-friendly, balanced, stable in your hand, um, minimum effort to, to, you know, 
prep the tooth so you're not having any fatigue um illumination of course um there's there's this awesome handpiece again by dentalese it's called the aris 500 and it's got this really amazing rafd technology when you use it with a compatible reader um, it will track the handpiece um, in addition to all these great things of being lightweight and it's has swivel that's like a dream believe me the swivel is is like a dream um but it'll tell you where how many times it's been sterilized when the last time it was sterilized and actually where it was in your office if you have this little reader but that's you know i've been using star hand pieces since dental school so i have evolved through you know their creation of hand pieces that's exactly the same company and brand that we used back right when, you know well i think we probably went to dental school at a similar time but star was in our kit that was part of our kit yeah. But Dentalese has evolved over the years and they really do focus on ergonomic products. They also have um, an interesting line of um, dental equipment as well. And, uh, but as I said, I have been, you know, I've been a fan of, of their LED lights and, and obviously using their hand pieces for a very long time. The other thing that you need to consider uh, going back to equipment is electric hand pieces. They're not as heavy as they used to be. And um, there's some great electric hand pieces out there. Don't be afraid of electric hand pieces. But the most important thing for any of these things, for air polishing, or intraoral cameras or anything is you really need to feel what they feel like in your hand because Phil, honestly, something that feels great in your hand may not feel good in my hand because, um, you know, of, of the, the years of practice differential or how I hold an instrument or how I'm sitting or even left-handed and right-handed. I think it's so important that everybody tries before they buy or at least have the ability to try and see what it feels, see yeah, what the instruments feel like. Absolutely. I think that's really important. In fact, with consumable products like bonding agents and flowables, the companies often send out samples and, mm -hmm. and say, hey, you want to try something that we think is going to work really well for you. And a lot of these manufacturers don't expect a dentist to buy a product like a consumable material before they try it. Now, with a handpiece, it's a little bit different because the company just can't be sending out sample handpieces. So what's the best way to try a piece of equipment like that? Well, you know, Dell meetings are coming back. Um, they're not roaring back, but they're coming back. And I think it's I think it's wise if you have if you are in need of any of these products that you get to go to one of the local dental meetings, like a state level or uh, you know the national level or any of the regional meetings that are available. Um, a lot of times, dental reps from companies will come out to your office and let you sample a product and sample hand pieces. I have done this on numerous occasions. I have um, I wanted to see what it feels like. And uh, I was able to try a handpiece for a month or so, get get the feel of it, see what it feels like. And then, you know, it's if I like it, I like it. If I didn't like it, I'd try another handpiece in their line um, or somebody else's line. But I think, it, again, I think it, it would behoove us considering how expensive things cost, it'd behoove clinicians to be able to try something before they buy it. And, you know, your practice life is basically at risk if you're using something that's too heavy you know you're gripping it too hard and it's it you know you're twisting too hard to 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 see something so it's just so important to be able to to evaluate it in your own hands yeah no very very insightful information dr doniger we appreciate your time we certainly appreciate how important it is to get ahead of ergonomic problems before they begin because trying to fix things once they start to break down is always more difficult 
And since we started this podcast, I've adjusted my posture with my microphone. So <laughs> I, I already feel better. I think I'm moving in the right direction here. Thank you Good. so much. Yeah, we hope to see you on more stuff with Viva Learning. You're a great KOL, great speaker, and we enjoyed your time. Thank you, Dr. Doniger. Thank you. Have a great rest of your week.